You know, there's so many things that we look at and we live in. You don't have to live in that situation. You don't have to allow it to stop you from achieving, to stop you from growing. All you have to do is keep believing, keep trusting, keep doing what you know to do. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored Podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast. I am your host, Tamaria Jordan, and you are in for a treat This show is called, It's Just This Chapter, What Are You Going to Do Now? So if this is your first time watching the Confidence Restored podcast or tuning in, you'll know that this is a show all about getting mentally fit through sharing testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So this is something that my guest and I, we do quite often because we really want to be able to encourage individuals. As we know, there is so much happening in the world today and so much that we have to be thankful for, but sometimes we just need a reminder. So that is what this show is all about, both myself and guests. And again, if this is your first time tuning in, I am Tamaria Jordan, and I am the host of the Confidence Restored podcast. So this is a passion project for me. I love the ability to be able to share my personal testimony, as well as those who join the show as guests. So Let's get right into it. So the title, it's just this chapter. What are you going to do now? We're going to dive into what this is all about. So unfortunately, yesterday, our family laid to rest two beautiful individuals, Betty Feruzzi and James Kelly. And I attended my cousin Betty's funeral in the morning and my cousin James' funeral in the afternoon. And I'll say it was definitely a bittersweet day because we celebrated their lives, but the fact, of course, that they're no longer here with us is always a challenge. And both of the eulogies were strikingly similar in the fact that they both referenced 2 Timothy. So they referenced 2 Timothy verse 4, and they read more of, uh, excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, which is, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And When I think about their lives, I think about my cousin Betty and the many times that I spoke with her and she was always so encouraging, always so uplifting, always encouraging me to walk in my authentic truth, walk in my identity, know my history. So essentially knowing where I came from, where I am and where I can go. So she lived her life like that, doing things to impact not just the students that she taught or the individuals that she reached through her nonprofit foundation, but just in general, encountering individuals in in life. And so her son actually shared the mantra that she would share with him. And he said she was always the type of person who would look at every situation as an opportunity to do something different 
or to recover from. She never looked at it as, you know, this is the end all be all. It was, it's just this chapter. What are you going to do now? And my cousin, James Kelly, also known as Skip, he was diagnosed with a rare condition at the age of 11. Yet, as they shared yesterday during his eulogy, he continued to fight for an additional 51 years. He was able to continue living and thriving, working as a maintenance worker for Chrysler and Dodge and also helping other individuals. But what I remember about Skip is he always had a smile and he was always happy. And so today, when I think about running my race, I think about the fact that no matter what they encountered in life, they were born during an era where things were a bit of a challenge, as you can probably imagine here in the States, but they kept pushing forward. They kept doing what they knew to do. And even things that they may not have experienced, they went out and they were able to create new things. They were able to do things that maybe others told them that they couldn't or that they shouldn't, but they did. And so I was encouraged yesterday. And of course I was sad, but I also thought about legacy and I thought about life. And I thought about that scripture. I have fought a good fight. That means no matter what comes my way, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep striving. That is one of the main reasons that I started this podcast is to fight the good fight, the fight, to fight the fight of faith, to continue to push forward no matter what it looks like. And in that same verse, it says, I have finished my course. I want to run my race well. I want to run with tenacity. I want to run with joy, with a smile on my face, just like they did. And I have kept the faith. I have kept believing. I have belief and trust in God, but I have continued to believe complete trust in whatever it is that I'm doing, that it will succeed no matter what it looks like. And so I was really encouraged by the eulogies yesterday, but another sermon that I heard that really blessed my spirit was T.D. Jakes, I Have Permission. And I'll tell you, I've been trying to listen to that sermon all week. <laughs> and I said, you know, there must be something in this sermon that the enemy is trying to stop me from hearing. But when I tell you all, it blessed my soul. Okay. <laughs> Do you see my face? It blessed my soul. And it blessed my soul because he was talking about David and he talked about how he was able to defeat the Amalekites, even with everything that they had stolen from them. But the verse that really stood out to me in that whole message was 1 Samuel 30, verse 8, that says, And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. And so it made me think about now the times that we're living in, the challenges that we're facing, the different things that we encounter on a day-to-day -day basis, because we know that challenges are going to come. We know that things are going to happen. That is for certain. But we also can have hope. And when we think about hope and what it is, hope is a verb. It's an action. And so when I looked up the definition by Merriam-Webster, it says it expresses an act, an occurrence, or a mode of being. When I think about being, I think about who I am. I think about what I have my confidence in. And it really encouraged me to think that even in the midst of everything going on around us, 
even in the midst of grief and mourning, we can still have hope. And so another definition is to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or to be true, to expect with confidence. So when I think about why I created this show, the Confidence Restored podcast, it was all about really helping encourage individuals, helping them realize that even in the midst of whatever you are going through, you can continue to push forward. You can have the confidence, the faith, the, the blessed assurance that whatever you believe and hope for, that if it is in God's will, you can have it. And so I started this show after going through a major life change myself. And I'll say that it hasn't been easy this last year either. <laughs> um, and I started this show in March, 2020, but I'll say it's been a labor of love that even was born before I actually started the show. So for anyone out there, whatever it is that you're hoping for in your life, in your relationships, in your family, just in overall accomplishments that you want to achieve, have the faith keep hoping, keep believing, because when we hope, it allows us to have the strength to keep going, no matter what it looks like. And it made me look up faith. So when we look at faith, I mentioned faith earlier as being complete trust. Um, and it also is loyalty to God. But when I looked up James 2, verse 18, it says, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Shew me thy faith without thy works, and I will shew thee my faith by my works. And I'm going to fast forward to verse 26, which says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works is dead also. And so when I started thinking about hope, it's an act, an expression of believing to anticipate. But then I thought about that combined with faith, which is the trust that that which you hope for will come to pass, but also that you have to keep moving, which brings me to what my cousin Betty's son said. He said she would always tell him no matter what happened in his life, no matter if he made a mistake or if he felt like he failed at something, she would always remind him that it's just this chapter. And that really stood out to me yesterday because I said, you know, there's so many things that we look at and we live in. You don't have to live in that situation. You don't have to allow it to stop you from achieving, to stop you from growing. All you have to do is keep believing, keep trusting, keep doing what you know to do, to trust in the Lord that whatever it is that you're facing, he already knows but he will give you a way of escape. Hence the other scripture that I read, 1 Samuel 30, verse eight, and David inquired at the Lord. So when I, when I hear that, I'm thinking he prayed, he talked to God the same way that Jesus talked to God and he knew what his purpose was. He knew what he had to do, even though it's something that he wished he didn't have to, but he knew that he did. Shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? So one, he knew to pray. And this is after, of course, encouraging himself because everyone had turned against him. And so he had to actually utilize the individuals who had 
rummaged the land and, and taken over where they were and burned it down and stole the women and children. He had to actually work with them to restore what he had lost. But after he encouraged himself, he went to God and said, he went to God and literally said, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, meaning the Lord, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So that brings back to remembrance, hope. He had the hope and the faith, the trust that if he were to pursue, because God told him to pursue, that he would surely win. And he was able to defeat them because it says that you will surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So when we think about faith, we think about works, we think about hope. So I look at it as like this um, a process and I tend to be pretty structured. So it's probably not a surprise that I mentioned a process, but literally it's the hope. It's your belief. It's what you have your confidence and your trust in. Hence the reason I named the show Confidence Restored. It's what you believe. And then literally it's an action. So I wanted to focus on hope because it's what we believe, but it's also a verb. So it's an act, an occurrence, or a mode of being again. So when we think about hope, we think about faith. The two, to me, it really is working together. It's what we think, so our mindset, and it's what we do. What works are we going to do? If God tells us to pursue, are we going to pursue? Are we going to follow after our dreams, no matter what it looks like. And as my cousin Betty would say, what are you going to do now? Hi, Fit fans. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the show so you never miss an update. Also, to help us keep this show on the air, we have applied for a sponsorship grant via podcast. To help us increase our chances of winning, you can submit a love letter on our behalf. The link is in the description. Now, back to the show. And let me tell you, it when I say things have been a challenge lately, it has been a challenge. <laughs> but I continue to have hope for better days. So when I face challenges, I hope that things will get better. And it's that hope that keeps me going. And then after I hope, I do. I continue to walk in my purpose, even when I may not want to record a show necessarily. I push through because it helps encourage and build my faith. As I'm looking to encourage others, I too am being encouraged and being strengthened by sharing these messages of faith, inspiration, and transformation. I always say we're about that fit life. So I encourage you, if you're feeling hopeless, Switch that around and be hopeful. So don't hope less. Be hopeful. Be full of hope. Be full of energy. Be full of zeal. Be full of faith and know that if it is in God's will, he will, he will not withhold any good and perfect gift from you. No matter what it looks like, no matter what they said, no matter what they did. Don't hope less, hope more, be hopeful. And I like to think of the analogy of the glass being half full and half empty. 
It really is our perspective, how we look at things. But as Cousin Betty said, it's just this chapter. What you are facing is not a life sentence unless you allow it to become a life sentence. The things I've gone through, let me tell you, some days I I cried and some days I felt like, how am I going to keep moving forward? And I look at where I am now and I know that it was the hope that kept me pushing. And then it was the faith but then it was the works <laughs> because I did not stop. And I encourage you, even when you want to give up, even when you want to stop, don't. Keep going. So I hope and pray that this short message of encouragement rests in your spirit and allows you to know that you are not alone, that we all face trials and troubles in this life. And that's a guarantee. We also know that at some point we will transition and we will die. But when we do, are we able to say, I have fought the good fight? Are we going to be able to say, I have finished my course, not their course, my course. So I am on a path to finish my course. And the fact that I'm alive today gives me another opportunity to keep running my race. And even when I may not feel my best, that I continue to push forward. And I know that everything is not going to be peaches and roses. I get that. I know some people are like, well, how can you look at the glass half full when so many crazy things happen or you get an unexpected phone call or you get an unexpected diagnosis? Trust me, I get it. There are things that I've walked through myself. That was unexpected. And actually, when I think about where I was in 2020, this was essentially three days after I had an appointment for a DNC surgery due to a miscarriage. And if you've been listening to this show, you know that I went through that ordeal for 30 days. When I look up statistics about women who've died because there was afterbirth left in them, in my case, I ended up with a fever and that was because my body knew something was wrong. So I could easily have not been here, but yet again, God saw fit to spare my life. I'm here for a reason. So as long as I'm here, I'm going to keep hoping. I'm going to be hopeful that things will turn around when things aren't going right. I am going to have faith and trust in God and believe that he will deliver me that he will be able to recover all. So I believe that he is telling me in the midst of my trials, in the midst of my circumstances to pursue. And I am here to tell you to pursue. If we pursue, we have the opportunity to recover all. If we believe what he says, then we will recover all. Because he said, you know, if your father, if your natural father knows how to give good gifts, if we were to ask God for bread, would he give us a stone? If he takes care of the birds in the, in the air and the animals day by day, they don't worry. They just go on about their business. And for us, it's hard because we feel we have those experiences. And I love what T.D. Jake said in his sermon, I have permission. Feelings are not facts. And so 
it's one of those things where some people may say hope isn't a fact. It's a belief, but it's a fact for me because I believe what the word says. So therefore I'm acting on the, the fact that I believe that the word will not return back void and that I will be okay. I believe that you will be okay. I believe that in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of trials, we can be strengthened if we just have faith to be able to walk through the trials that we encounter, believing that better is ahead. And before I leave tonight, I'm actually going to read one of the text messages that my cousin Betty sent. And the reason I want to read it is I think it's really powerful because both her and Skip were very positive people. Uh, my cousin Betty Jean and my cousin Skip, and that's what we so affectionately called them. They were beacons of light. And in their own right, they also left a piece of Black history on this world as we celebrate Black History Month. But I want to read the text message that she sent me because it really aligns with what she would tell her son. It's just this chapter. What are you going to do now? So the text reads, we each must find a way or ways to keep hope alive inside. For me, I am singing and playing sounds I like, such as, oh, happy days, the greatest love of all. You are one in a million. Don't worry, be happy. I make up songs to sing with words that make me feel deeply. Embrace your joy and happiness as only you can for you. Love, peace, and joy. So when I think about an affirmation, that is an affirmation for me. Embrace your joy and happiness as only you can for you. So you know how earlier I alluded to the story of David. I encourage you to read the whole chapter, 1 Samuel chapter 30. But in there, it talks about how he had to encourage himself because everyone that was around him had turned against him. So after he encouraged himself, he went to the Lord and said, shall I pursue? God told him to pursue. We're encouraging you to pursue and have hope and faith that whatever you are facing today, that this too shall pass and that everything will work out for your good, no matter what it looks like. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this show week after week. We are so grateful to have your support. Don't forget to like, leave us some love uh, via a comment, and also subscribe so you never miss a, a show update. And just so that you all are aware, this show airs on all major podcast platforms, so you are free to download it wherever you get your podcast and share it there. But we also ask that you rate the show because your ratings help us get this show in front of more people. So if you've been blessed and touched by this message, I hope that you would send it to encourage someone else because you never know what we need. But what I can tell you today is, I know I'm still running my race because I'm still alive. That means you have time to run yours as well. And on that note, good people, be blessed and have a wonderful evening. 
Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe, and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.